Well, it's time for the word, and uh, it's always good to feed on the word of God, to understand the ways of God, and put them in practice in our lives. Amen. And so, uh, as we share the word this morning, I want to encourage you to open your heart so that the Spirit of God can give you an understanding of how to uh, uh, flow and how to walk in the Spirit, how to walk in, the, in spiritual things. Amen. Now, last week, uh, we spoke about uh, uh, prayers that bring uh, uh, good results. And, and I believe for this year, 2022, prayer has to become a priority. Uh, uh, we know that the Bible says effective, fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. And so it is important this time and season to press in prayer. But you know what? Prayer alone doesn't cut it. We've got to mix it with faith. And so the next, today and, and, and next week, I'm going to be talking to you about mountain moving faith. Mountain moving faith. Amen. I'm going to read to you a scripture from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verse 10. You see what it says? It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We've got to become a strong church, a strong people of God, a church that doesn't give in to fears and anxieties and all of these things. And to do that, you've got to be strong in the spirit. Amen. And Paul encourages in the book of Ephesians, he encourages the Ephesian church to be strong in the Lord. Amen. And we are in a season Right now, and this season began a number of a couple of years ago, but we are in this season where God is calling the church back to be a church that operates in mountain moving faith. And let me tell you why this is necessary. As we get closer to the end of this dispensation, which I believe, I personally believe, is not too far down the road, it will be more and more. Uh, important and necessary to move in greater levels of faith. And, uh, you know, the church has been very comfortable for, for many, many years. We've had a comfortable ride. And God's been so gracious, so good, and, and so on and so on. But the enemy is going, the Bible says in the last days, the enemy is going is gonna to intensify his attacks against the people of God. Why? Because he knows his time is near. That's, that's what the Bible says. And so in order to be able to counteract what the enemy is doing, we have to go to another level of faith. Because faith is, 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 is the way that we receive supernatural breakthrough. Uh, and so this mountain-moving faith is what we all need to get towards and be working towards in this time and season. So those who set their heart to pursue mountain-moving faith in their lives will be the ones who will have a good testimony to share because we know that faith opens the window of a supernatural. In other words, things that cannot happen in the natural happens when the supernatural begins to operate. Amen. And so... The church that learns to operate uh, by mountain moving faith will be the church that will make great strides in fulfilling the plan of God for this time and season and defeating the works of the enemy. So we've got a couple, what I spoke to you last week, 
prayer with faith. When you get these two ingredients working together, the supernatural operates. Can you say amen to that? So faith releases the creative power of God to work on our behalf, on your behalf, no matter where you are and no matter what you face. Your faith, you see, God, God doesn't depend on the circumstance. Not at all. By your faith, that circumstance can be overruled, can be overpowered, can be turned over, basically, through the supernatural release of God's outworking in your life. Amen? You see, we cannot win spiritual battles without faith. Right now, whether you've taken the so-called vaccine or not, you still got to be in faith for God's protection against this pandemic. Amen? We're standing in faith. We believe the protection of God is a better vaccine of all. But you've got to be in faith um, to receive that protection. Amen? So we can't win spiritual battles without faith. We cannot conquer, conquer a spiritual enemy without faith. We cannot live victoriously in a world that is ruled by darkness without faith. Let me ask you this question. Have you looked around lately? Have you looked at what's going on in the world? If this is not darkness, well, then I don't know. Darkness is moving like a wave at speeds of which 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 frightening and more and more darkness is becoming more and more visible in the world not only in our own nation but right through the world in, through governments and the things they are allowing the things they are promoting the things they are standing for and so on and so on it's just absolutely mind-boggling how darkness is increasing in the world the more darkness increases, the more light needs to shine. Amen? And so this mountain-moving faith that we have to learn to develop in and through our lives will become more and more important if we are to live a victorious life in these times and season. You see, instant miracles come from great faith. Or mountain moving, moving faith. There are different levels of faith in the Bible, and there's little faith, there's weak faith, there's, there's great faith, there's strong faith. You know, these are different levels of faith. And then the fifth one is no faith at all. No faith. You know, there are many, many Christians who have no faith. When you talk to them about faith, they don't really know how to operate in it, they don't study it, they don't make time to develop it. So there's different levels of faith. But my observation is that only great faith or strong faith, that level of faith, which is the mountain-moving faith, is what brings the miracles in our lives. Amen? In other words, we cannot expect greater impact in and through our lives and in and through our ministry without lifting the levels of our faith. If you don't do something about your faith, you'll remain where you're at. If you've been operating with little faith for the past 20, 30 years, that you've been a believer, or 10 years, whatever it is, and if you don't do something to increase that faith, you're going you're gonna to get the same results. Amen? And faith is like a muscle. 
You got to develop it. You know, if you want to be uh, well built and so on, you got to go to gym. You got to exercise the muscles. Amen. Faith is the same. You've got to exercise your faith in order for it to develop and for it to grow so that you can go to new levels. And I'm telling you, by the Spirit of God, in this time and season, the church that will be victorious will be the one that is developing their faith to greater levels. I want to encourage you as you're watching this to make a point of saying from today, I'm going to develop my faith to higher levels and greater levels. I want to read to you a scripture from the book of Mark chapter 11. Verses 22 to 24. Mark chapter 11, verses 22 to 24. So Jesus answered and said to them. Now, let me tell you the context of this. The disciples have been walking with Jesus. They've been going through, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. They were fig trees. And Jesus looked at this one fig tree. There was no fruit on it. So he cursed it. All right? And they kept on walking. The next day, they came back walking in the same direction and Peter realized he, we went, they went past the same fig tree and the fig tree had shriveled and died. Peter looked at this and said, Master, look, the tree that you cursed has died. And he was quite surprised. And that's where we pick up the stories. And so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed because into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Wow. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, notice, prayer is linked to faith. Whatever things you ask when you pray, believe, there is a link, that you receive them, and you will have them. Amen. You see, what Jesus was saying in this scripture is believe that God will do what you ask of him and you will have it. In other words, when you pray, mix your prayer with great faith, with mountain-moving faith. And then nothing will be impossible for you. Why? Because nothing is impossible for God. Amen. Jesus clearly said something which is mind-boggling. I mean, I've grown up in areas where used to be a huge mountain before, uh, behind the house where I grew up. And to just the concept of being able to speak to that mountain and say, move, and it, and it obeys me. That concept is mind-boggling. It's, it's something, Jesus did this on purpose because he wanted his disciples to understand that as a child of God, you have a power that is available to you that is not available to unbelievers out there or to the world out there. And it is a power of a supernatural. It's called supernatural because it is superior to the natural laws. The laws of a supernatural overshadow, overrule the laws of a natural world. You can't move this mountain, but by faith, according to Jesus, you can. Why? Because the supernatural can move this mountain very easily. Why? The supernatural is God himself at work. Nothing is impossible for God. Can he move a mountain? Of course he can. God is omnipotent. He's all-powerful. He can do that. Amen. But we can only activate this power whenever necessary by developing 
our levels of faith to mountain-moving faith. Amen. Let me ask you a couple of questions. How do you receive from God? By faith. That's how we receive from God. It's by faith. Amen. How do we conquer spiritual enemies? Forces of darkness like the devil and uh, Satan and all his hordes. You know, all the, all the principalities and powers. How do we conquer them? By faith. How do we win spiritual battles? By faith. How do you receive healing? By faith. How do you receive, receive provision? By faith. It's all by faith. Because that is, I always say faith is sense number six. Remember, we have five senses to operate in this world. But God has given the believer a sixth sense. It's called faith. And you know what that sense does? The five senses that we know about touch, sight, you know, uh, taste, hearing, all of these things. It's for you to operate in this world. But we are not meant to operate in this world alone. We are meant to operate in the kingdom of God, into the supernatural. And faith is the sense that God has given us as believers, sense number six, to tap into what God can do, which is the impossible. Hallelujah. So we receive all these miracles. We receive all these impossible victories by faith. Amen. Now I want to say one thing about faith. Often Christians mix faith and hope. In other words, they confuse them. But faith and hope are not the same thing. It's very important to understand this. Faith and hope are not the same thing. In fact, they are two different words. If you go into the dictionary and you look at what the meaning of hope is, and then you go and look what the meaning of faith is, you'll find two different descriptions of those words. The sad thing is, most Christians in today's church live their lives in hope. They hope that God will do something for them. They hope. They hope the breakthrough will come because they are Christians. They are children of God. They are believers. They hope that breakthrough will come. Now, there's nothing wrong with hope, of course. Hope is very important. It's part of our journey of faith. But it's not faith. Can you see that? Because hope is future focused. It's something that we hope will happen. It's future focused. Sometimes it's easier for us to be in hope than in faith. Because if it doesn't happen right now, there's always tomorrow. There's always maybe in a week's time. And so it's much easier to be in hope. Amen? If we don't get the desired results today, as I said, there's always tomorrow. And we could go on and on for a long time like this, in hope, with this kind of thinking, without losing heart and giving up. Because actually that hope gives us a sense of security. It's going to happen. I wish it would happen now. But if it doesn't happen now, I'm sure it's going to happen in a week's time. Well, if it didn't happen in a week's time, well, I'll tell you what, maybe in a month's time it's going to happen. So it keeps us going. This is why hope is very important because other, other, if we didn't have hope, we would lose heart. Hope keeps us going, but it's not faith. Amen. You see what hope does? It creates an expectation that is necessary 
but it's a precursor to faith. It's a precursor to faith. You can't get to faith without first going through hope. Okay? It creates an expectation. You can't have faith without expectation. And so hope creates, hope creates that expectation. Put in another way, hope is a stepping stone to faith. Right? You want to cross this river, but it's too wide for you to jump over. But there is a, a rock in the middle of it that sticks out the water. So you step onto there, and then from there you can get to the other side of a river. Amen? That's what hope is. That stone in the middle of a river is not your destination. It's what gets you to your destination. Amen? That helps you get there. It creates that expectation. It puts in you a knowledge that you'll get there. So you keep going. If that stone wasn't there, if you jump, you would be drowned. Amen? So hope is like that. If you can try and use this as an analogy so that you understand. The problem is many, many Christians stay in hope. And they never step past that. They never go further. All right. So hope, I describe it as a stepping stone to faith. But it does not guarantee the results that we desire. Hope doesn't guarantee the results. Faith does. It's a big difference. Faith does. Do you know that God created the entire creation by faith? You can read that, the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, the faith chapter. By faith, God created the universe, everything. From nothing. He spoke it into being. But he didn't just speak it. He released faith. Faith did it. Faith is a creative power, as we saw earlier on. Creative power of God at work. So God spoke it by faith, and it happened. Everything God created, he did by faith. So when God created the universe, and I want to uh, spend a little time on this, it did not Hope that it would happen. No. He believed. He was convinced. Totally. He had no doubt. He didn't hope that it would happen. He believed it would happen. And so he spoke it with faith. You see, hope creates vision. Now listen to this carefully. This is, this is a very important statement. It's a nugget which I'm sharing with you. Hope creates vision. And faith brings substance to that vision. All right? Hope creates vision. It gives you vision. But faith brings substance to that vision. In other words, it brings that vision to pass. Without faith, it just remains a vision. Amen? If you remain in hope, you will only get a vision. It requires faith to bring that vision into reality or substance. In other words, to make it come to pass. I'm going to end today and I'm going to pick up next week. And I'm going to ask you this question. What vision do you have for yourself or for your family or for your finances, etc. for 2022? What vision do you have? What would, what would you want to happen? 
What would be the desire of your heart? Or what vision have you had up to now that hasn't been fulfilled yet? And you've had this vision for many years, but it doesn't seem to happen. Could it be that it's because you have been in hope and not in faith regarding this vision? It's a good question you need to ask yourself. Could it be that you've been in hope, hoping it would happen, but you have never been in faith regarding this vision? Amen. But faith brings substance to the hope, to the vision that hope creates. Amen. I'm going to leave it to that today. Uh, this is a very, very crucial subject for this time and season that we are living in. And I believe the next few years is going to bring a lot of stuff that nobody would be expecting. I believe that. And we need to develop mountain-moving faith in order to live victoriously through this time and season. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.